And I was all like, oh, okay, hey, a salary job. That's all I'm after at this point yeah. because I can't find anything. Okay, so then I say, okay, okay, all right, then I'll take it. And then he says, okay, great. The job's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hey. The day that I had got the job offer um, was the same day that my daughter was born. So I had to make some pretty, uh, some pretty crazy life decisions there. All right, guys, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about. In Usually don't know broaden, anything. In order to broaden perspectives. I don't have any perspective, bro. Well, let, whatever, just start the show. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, how you doing? What's up, bro? I'm all right. I'm all right. What you been up to? Dude, not a... Well, actually, by the time this podcast starts, it's probably already been a week since it started. But right now, as of recording, the puck has dropped and hockey is back, man. Officially. Ah, dude, the NBA is back, bro. That's what I'm happy about. No, go what? Spurs, go! <laughs> I know no, you don't man, like the Spurs because, uh, well, whatever, dude. There's no more hockey in San Antonio. So. There is no more hockey in San Antonio. We talked we talked about that, and that video went nowhere. So we ain't going to talk about that again. <laughs> well, it went somewhere for me, bro. It educated me about what's going on in San Antonio, the hardships. Well, dude, the hardship that no one knows what's going on. I mean, the Spurs the everything. Nowhere. The Spurs. The, spur, the, the Spurs. I had a cousin. He used to call them the Spurs. <laughs> All right, man. We're not talking about the Spurs. We're not talking about sports. My cousin used to call them the sperms. <laughs> oh, but hey, our our last two videos or the last four videos actually have gone pretty well, man. Uh, NFL barbecue. They, how yeah. are we gonna cut that out? So is it because of what we were talking about, or? Uh, I think because we used to we 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 were bringing in guests, and also we go too hard too fast, you know. We're uh, we're badass. I don't like guests, bro. I get like when we have guests, I feel like I need to protect myself more. I need to take my, you know what? Let me take my temperature right now. Let me, let me see. Oh, okay. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm just joking. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So I guess I could take off my mask. It's all good. I got your mask. Right. All right. You do realize yeah. everything, everything you just did was visual. So, like, anybody listening on, on audio did not see it. And don't care, the, bro. And then half of all that, half of the, all that was hidden behind the the virtual screen. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, hey, but uh, my, my temp, we're good. I took off my mask for those that aren't watching, they're listening. I have, I have someone next to me, one of my good friends here in West Texas. Um, West Texas, West Hollywood. West Hollywood. You want to introduce yourself, brother? Yeah. Hey, um, hey, so how's it going? My name is uh, Joe Montes. Montes. Um, I've known uh, um, I've known Joaquin for uh, for a few uh, I mean a few years. years. Now, uh, I've been what 2015 and 2014. So six years here. Hey, yeah, six years to West Texas. West beautiful West, West Texas. Texas. They know me as Worm, bro. <laughs> the beautiful. There's just um, there's something so seductive about the mesquite tree. It it's so beautiful. It's grace. <laughs> yeah. Man, six years, but he knows you as as your real name. 
And you're gonna yeah. bring this guy on as a guest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his professional name. Remember, I knew him from the professional. <laughs> that's true. So he was my boss, and I quit on him. Uh, he's he. In fact, he's the reason why I originally came. Yeah. He hired me as a manager. And then uh, I was I was there for almost two years. Yeah, and then yeah. I, you did a good job. Yeah, you did, he you just know, we developed a nice little friendship. Yeah, yeah. It, he wanted more out of our relationship, uh, and that's why I had. A, I said, "Hey, man, you're crossing the line." We had. A, <laughs> oh, we're still friends. Though. We're still. All right. So in this podcast, we're not going to keep it professional. We're going to keep it too hard, too fast, and <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot of things. But before we do all that, I want to talk about a couple of things that uh. They came up since the last uh, two weeks, uh, since the NFL video. That you know that video when it got us a lot of views, man. And um, and then the barbecue video came out, and that got that that got good views with the community, the barbecue community. Well, this guy knows how to barbecue too. Nice. So what I, I what it got people asking me, especially like some coworkers and some friends. Like what we're trying to do with this podcast? Like, why are we putting ourselves out here? Why are we doing this? Are we trying to be? <laughs> are we trying to be badasses? What are we trying to do? I'm trying to make money if we make it. If not, I my name is Worm and I'm an alcoholic. Really, this is just my AA meeting. Really, <laughs> that's the way. Week, here we are, Joe. Um, I'm an alcoholic. Do you accept me for who I am? Ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got to. <laughs> Yeah, so what are we about, man? So just one more explanation. I know, like for the listeners that that have been here since day one, they know this, but um, I think me and Worm have something that we can really bring, some positive thing that we can bring with this, and it's mostly just like like we said at the beginning, broadening perspectives. Like we're not trying to change your mind. We're not trying to tell you how to think. We're just trying to show you a different way or not the government thinks. Yeah, a different a different kind of situation. Just a different kind of situation, a different way of thinking. As my brother would say, at the end of the day, you're free to choose whatever you want to choose and whatever you want to think. Um, other than that, like we're just having fun with this. If we get paid, we get paid. If we get sponsorships, like that's we'll awesome. We'll advertise your stuff. That's yeah, fun. man. Especially beer. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that. So oh, that's all we're doing, man. That's all we're doing. We'll bring it on, dude. We're broader in perspectives. We're making things happen. We're having fun, and so enough with all that. Let's get on with the show. Yeah, yeah. What are you drinking, Worm? Uh, so, man, hey, let me tell you, this guy—he knows his beers, dude. He's introduced me to so many different ones. Hey, uh, I've already drank a couple. Tell him, uh, what are some of the ones you you gave me already? Um, or start off with what you're drinking, and then uh, um, I think it's the juice. It's the juice. It's the juice IPA. I think it's the juicy haze. The juicy haze. The juicy haze. Oh yeah, I've had that one. That one's good. Yeah, that one. And then you had a uh, what? Bingo hazy IPA. Yeah, I've never had that one. That's pretty good. What are you drinking? Shows you drink. I'm drinking something uh, from Austin Brewery that I go to and pick up stuff from time to time. Jester okay. King. Jester King. I don't know. Maybe we can see it, uh, kind of. All right, there you go. So, yeah, oh, so I just stock up on a whole bunch of beer. Are you serious? Oh, so you can't get that at H-E-B here? Oh, no, no, no. Well, go all the way to Austin? Well, no, Mike and yeah, but I like going there because they have a pretty cool little layout there. Where do you get that? Uh, Jester King. Jester King Brewery. So where is that at? Yeah, um, it's outside of Austin. It's in Dripping Springs. 
Oh, and then dang. also um, it's a really um it's a really good time. Um, they have like uh, they have like this big like farm compound, and then also they do like all their microbrewing there. Um, they don't use yeast. What they use is like they just like um like I mean whenever they're brewing their wort when they're gonna ferment it, they just like open up the outdoor windows and also like all like the wild hill country flowers and pollen. Like I mean like it like ferments the beer. Um, like with just like the hill country, it's pretty nice. Yeah. That's why I love this guy, dude. He knows his head, man. He always, he always gives me something new to try every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I never even heard of that one. I'm gonna have to try that one. Or you yeah. know, if somebody wants to send me some, that'd be cool. <laughs> Let me know. That's true. We'll advertise. If anyone from we'll Austin or outside of Austin's listening, <laughs> do it. Hey, we're so close. At least I. Am. In fact, we already advertised for you. <laughs> well, I want. Well, I wanted to try something uh, different with the thought of a. Uh, Soto, our last guest, you know, he was being clean. He wasn't, he didn't bring any, any alcohol on our show. With that in mind, I got this uh, shotgun ranch water, spiked oh, seltzer. It's uh, agave and lime. Oh, there you go. Hey, it's actually, you know, with this whole craze, it's like this whole thing, like everybody's trying to do uh, spiked seltzer, spike everything, truly's. White Claw. Chico? White Claw. Oh, uh, uh, White Claw. With the, the, you know, the spike. Oh, yeah, the white, white Claw. Yeah, no, but yeah, that's, got, that's got something coming, too, the Topo Chico. They're having a Topo Chico oh, art seltzer or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then also, oh, you know, like, yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I like drinking it by itself. I really don't like hard seltzers, but I don't know. Yeah. If it's Topo Chico and alcohol, that sounds pretty good. And have you guys heard about the the big red flavored beer? Oh, sh- no. Oh, no. That is local, San Antonio local. Uh, they it, it apparently it sells out. It's, they only put out a little bit at a time. Yeah, um, you, um, if you're in San Antonio, you really need to go check out Weathered Souls Brewing. Weathered Souls. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I mean, um, I've gone there too. Um, 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 so yeah, just whenever I'm traveling like through Texas and stuff like that, that's what we do here in West Texas. You travel, so then like, <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, was that the yeah. <laughs> so then, like, there was a point in time a few years ago where I was like, kind of like traveling to breweries like within Texas, and then also San Antonio. San Antonio has a real good one, one of my favorites. Um, like, uh, which is Weathered Souls. So you go check that out. I'm gonna have to because I've been looking for something new. This is pretty good. I'll. This is good, like, for a hot day. Like that lime hits you real good. Hey, very quick, we have another special guest too. Oh no. Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hello. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to cut that out now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How long have you all been Three years. Three years. Hey, Castle gang right here. Castle. 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 All of you? All three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, the fake AP. The fake AP. Oh, you from Eagle Pass. I thought you were the fake AP. The two EPs had to come together and do something. That's true, dude. Yeah. Hey, see, we're coming together. So, yeah, this guy, El Paso, but then he went to college in San Antonio. And then and then he f***ed out to go where? Uh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Remember? You finished at Texas Tech? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So, so, yeah, How was so that? Um, it was uh, um, it was good. It was good. I was actually a, um, I was actually a culinary arts uh um, like I could, um, yeah, I went to Texas Tech for my culinary arts degree. Oh, dang, really? Oh, yeah. dang, really? Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah so that's kind of where like my love of like ever just like everything that has to do with like taste and sensories and like you know like food and then also gastronomy like i'm always dabbling into something so in in utsa what were you doing like something different or oh gosh i don't know what i was doing at um, utsa man i wasn't doing too much i wasn't doing too much that's why i had to transfer to it's legal in, it's legal in colorado um, I mean, that's why I had to transfer to Tech, to be honest with you. I was messing up so bad when I was sent to me because I was around all my friends that I had to just, like, cut off, like, everything, move to another college, and just get, like, straight about life. But they told me if I wanted to finish. Like, I mean, like, I had I, – I, like, knew no one when I transferred over to Tech. Um, it was in my junior year. And then also I said, you know what, I need to, like – go somewhere where I know nobody. And that's what I did. I did. I'm like, I mean, I'm I did. West Texas for that. You get a clean slate. I'm like, I landed at Texas Tech. Uh, they had a degree that I wanted to do. And it was the closest, I'm like, I mean, it was the closest next school, which was eight hours away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, so, uh, like, you have no, like, that happens a lot, actually. Like, it really does, like, a lot of people go to a certain college with San Antonio, Austin, whatever, San Marcos, anywhere in the U.S., like, they would do that and then they have to change. Like I had a couple of friends just like in my close high school friendship that did that. And it was like yeah. the best thing for them, like for them to just say, hey man, I realize I'm messing up here yeah. and I need to go somewhere where, where yeah. I can buckle oh, yeah. down. Oh yeah, 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 100% that happened to me, man. I mean like, and then I just had to just come to terms with it. Just tell all my friends, I'll be like, hey, like I mean like I'm transferring to tech and then everyone's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? why <laughs> and then i was all like you know what i was all like i just um, i just need to do stuff on my own i need to um, clear my head and go somewhere where i need no one no one and then i literally did man i walked into texas tech knowing the name of one person wow knowing the name You're of advisor. one person who was it um <laughs> you can have to say that <laughs> oh uh, yeah 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 um, that's what i meant but i hadn't talked to her since high school so i hadn't talked to her for like three years and then she was the only one i knew that went there so I mean, like, you know, like, I contacted her, but, like, you know, like, you know, when you're, when you live in the dorm, because I was living in the upperclassmen dorms at that time, so then also, it was, like, a brand new facility for upperclassmen, so, I mean, like, that was cool, like, it was, like, the dorm lifestyle, but, like, since it was upperclassmen, everyone did, like, their own stuff, everyone already kind of had, like, dorm friends and stuff like that, so, I mean, not too much stuff was going on, it was more of a, nothing really crazy happened in those dorms, I mean, upperclassmen dorms, really. I mean, it was more people taking it seriously, to be honest with you. You go to all the football games? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, as much as I could. Did you throw those tortillas out there? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> did you make them yourself? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, man, so what, made you, yeah. what made you do culinary when you got there? Um, you know what? Just um, like, I mean, uh, my love, uh, like, I mean, like, my love for food, really. And then I've always worked in the restaurant industry, to be honest with you. Um, uh, my first job was working at Little Caesars Pizza, oh, uh, Little Caesars Pizza in El Paso, Texas. Uh, and then, um, and like, I mean, I was 15 years old. And um, like, I mean, uh, like, um, I don't know how, I think I just kind of like, kind of like knew the manager and stuff. So then like, I was working there at age 15, uh, making pizzas and stuff. And then also, uh, they wanted me to be a crew leader. I was like, like, at like, like 15, I, like, 16? Wow. 15, 16 years old. I was like, this is wow. crazy. Like, you're responsible. Um, but, um, but you know what? I actually did it for a little while. Um, I mean, I did. So, yeah. So um, I've always been, I've always had a trend of being thrown into like, um, I'm like the next position. I'm like a leadership position. I don't look yeah. at me. Um, I don't look at myself as a leader. 
but I'm always put him in a leadership position, like anywhere I work. I mean, he's an asshole. That's why he fits the role perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the best leaders are, right? Or is that yeah. what they say? Or the best leaders are followers. I don't know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> the best um, leaders know how to listen. So did you graduate? Yeah, you ended up graduating from Texas Tech with a culinary degree? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 I did. Um, this is in 2008. Um, if you guys remember 2008, um, I mean, like, I graduated that year. That was my freshman. Um, that was the market crash. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. when True. you had uh, lawyers being servers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's when the student loan debt was astronomical now. Um, Dude, the, the 2020 debt. class can relate to you, man. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I know a lot exactly. of graduates who are going through exactly. the same thing that you went through. Exactly. I don't know if they can relate to it. It's it's a little different because I. Re- well, it's different. I guess it's the same. Well, there's a economy crash. A lot of people weren't hiring. A lot of companies. But you're I mean, not. I know hiding. it was the housing not bus, hiding. but we weren't hiding in our in our homes either. Oh, right. Well, no, no, we're hiding in our homes. No, I understand that. We didn't were, like, trying to still I know, but we didn't graduate at that time. For graduates, though, they went into a an economy that was oh, down. Bad, man. No, I mean, I get it. I remember, like, our our professors were losing their jobs and stuff because they couldn't pay them. So I know it was bad. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't bad, but I think it was a little bit bad. But I mean, yeah, yeah. From an economic standpoint, we weren't wearing masks. We weren't wearing masks. Yeah. And then you know what? Didn't they give us? I mean, like, it was the last recession. I mean, like, it was the last recession. Didn't they give us stimulus package in 2008 too? Or no? I don't know. No, I don't Um, think so. No. Okay. I don't remember that. And I don't know why my parents gave me some money. They said, oh, well, <laughs> I'm all right, cool. <laughs> they, were, they were probably just wanting you not to come home. That's <laughs> true. To come back. Here's some money. Don't come home. We got a stimulus package. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in San Antonio. So what you do after you graduate then? Like what? So, um, so I was always working in, um, like, in, like, restaurants. I was, uh, I'm, like, I'm in high school through college. Like, I mean, like, bartending, like, I mean, like, Landry's, Joe's Crab Shack in San Antonio. But wait, you got your steakhouse, hop either. But you got your degree in culinary. Um, or is there like, it's a whole restaurant management degree. And oh, okay. also, it, like, comes with, like, um, you get, like, culinary education. Oh, okay. So, stuff like that, yeah. so, yeah, so that's where I dabbled. Well, I mean, that's where I basically, like, in, like, did my education. Hey, you know the salt grass by, by what? Uh, Humaner. 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 Yeah, I've eaten there a couple of times. So yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was work. bad, he was managing. Um, I used to work at that one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was one of the front of the house managers for there. And Maybe that's why I never went back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I never went back because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> so yeah, so when I graduated, I couldn't find a job anywhere. It took me a whole year to find a job. Um, it took me a whole year to find a job, and then I mean, I was applying everywhere. Like, like everywhere you could, I was applying back then. You still had to take a lot of hand paper applications. Still, oh, oh, like, you know, back, back in the day. What specifically? Specifically, were you looking for? Um. Oh gosh, you know what? So like, man, like this one. I was like 24 years old. I mean, my um, like on my graduation gift. I still had to make payments on it, but my graduation gift was a brand new 2009 um, Camaro. Um, so like, like the mobile one. Now yeah. my parents put the down payment on it for me as a graduation gift, but I had to go to payments. Oh, like I mean, I had eight hundred dollar payments walking out of college, including uh, insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, uh, so then, like obviously, I had to find a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I had to find a job. So um, I mean, I was working at restaurants at the time. Um, I was a um, like I was a manager at a, at a Buffalo Wild Wings. 
Um, so then, like, um, I had opened up a Buffalo Wild Wings in El Paso. So, like, um, um, like so, yeah, they would send me to stores that are going to open in the area. And also, we would take, like, three months and, like, staff it and organize it. And I'm going to get all the parts together, get all the schedules, hire the staff. So, yeah, so I did that a few times. But what was, like, I guess my I, what I'm thinking is, like, well, like, coming out of college, what was your, like, your dream to become? Like, your dream? Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, man, um, I had just graduated college. So, I mean, like, I like, I mean, why wasn't I dressing up in a suit every day, working nine to five, carrying a briefcase? So like, I mean, like making, um, like, I mean, like making $30,000, um, like, I'm like, I mean, making $30,000 a month, you know, like, I mean, like, uh, cause that's the dream that they sell you. Right. Yeah. I, I'm like, I mean, like, you know, go to school and then everything will be fine. Don't worry about money. But is, get any like, job you want. Is, is that saying like graduating from culinary or is it? Did you say you graduated with something else? Um, it was a, I mean, it was a bachelor's in hotel restaurant management. Oh, so no culinary. You just, you started as that. Yeah. Um, right. Right. So like, it kind of has like the discipline and certification attached to it. Because oh, okay. like when you work in hotels and restaurants, um, like there's a big culinary aspect of it. Um, like, you mean like, you know, like you have like your kitchen managers, chefs and all that stuff. Um, like, I mean, um, in hotels and also, or like if you go to the restaurant. Right? So you wanted to run a hotel or just yeah so uh so um like so yeah so i i'm like i mean um, i like restaurants i'm like i, mean, I like restaurants um, i like to be in the kitchen um like i mean um, i like to lead like a shift of the guys um mm-hmm. like i'm like doing like dinner rush and stuff like that it's a big uh um, it's a big adrenaline rush um like i mean like you know like i mean like you're focused on feeding a restaurant and then also there's so much multitasking going on and then you know like yelling and things aren't going right and stuff's gonna burn and stuff's gonna yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah 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 you... i burn my finger on that stove and my adrenaline goes through the roof <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> i'm kidding keep, keep going could i help myself no yeah no, so um but that was your dream to so run like a kitchen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, well, I mean, what everyone, um, like, I mean, like, um, at that age, in my shoes wanted was ultimately to own your own restaurant. Really, yeah. really to own your own restaurant. Um, like, I mean, to make your own concept. So yeah. So yeah, that's what I ultimately wanted to do. But now I probably wouldn't do that. There's. So I think, um, I think what we're getting at right here is like, it's okay to have what was your career a mind change. Like a, a change okay. of mind in what you're doing. All right. So then back then, so since so since you really couldn't get a job anywhere, I'm like, I mean, like that was the thing. No one was hiring. Um, so then I was just applying anywhere and everywhere, um, like um, like on anything that popped up on the job boards. Um, like I'm like you know because like Career Builder was big back then. Stuff like was that. Indeed back in the day? Um, you know, no, I, I think it was. No, no, no. That didn't exist yet. Yeah, but no, no, no. But there was still a big like hand paper process still to where you had to go and like do interviews and turn in your resume and stuff like that mm-hmm. into the actual companies. Now, I'm um, like, I mean, now you really don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, I mean, like, but anyways, yeah. So but I remember those days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, um, so then, you know what? To be honest with you, I mean, I was for a whole year, over a year, trying to just send applications and get a job, land a job, any job at this point. I mean, any job that's that's like, I mean, getting me out of ten dollars an hour when I was working. So, um, you know, like having a college degree too, like, I mean, that was tough. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so one of my friends, one of my friend's dad said, oh, hey, um, you know what? If you have a college degree, they'll hire you um, at the hospital being like a, being like a manager for um, like a contract. I was like, oh, I was like, okay. 
And then also he was all like, yeah, so my dad does the hiring. So have me a resume. And then also, you know, like, I mean, like, well, uh, I'm like, I mean, like, you know, he'll get back to you. I was like, I had no, I mean, I was giving my resume to anyone. I mean, like anyone at the time. So then I sent him my resume, a few months passes by, and then I get a phone call. And then the guy's all like, hey, man, I just got your resume come across my desk. And then after that, he was all like, um, it's working for, uh, um, like, I mean, uh, being the housekeeping manager for hospitals. So I was like, well, that's not what I wanted to do. I was all like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do that. But, uh, but yeah, but he's all like, hey, man, listen. Like, and, um, so then we talked a little bit. We talked it out. And then also he was all like, well, he was all like, you know, I like you. Um, I can get a feel of the sense of person you are just by talking to you a little bit. He was all like, um, I'll offer you, um, I'm offering you the position for assistant director for the environmental services department. And I was all like, oh, okay. Hey, a salary job. That's all I'm after at this point because I can't find anything. Okay. So then I say, okay, okay. All right. Then I'll take it. And then he says, okay, great. The job's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hey. It's like what? Four hours from? No, it's six hours from. Five. Five hours? Five. Five, because it's four hours to Albuquerque. Yeah, that's true. And another hour. hour. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, were you comfortable? Were you comfortable with just like picking up and moving? Yeah, so that was tough. But um, but yeah, a couple of things that was um, um like they were going on a lot at the time is uh, the day that I got the job offer was the day that my daughter was born. So I had to make some pretty uh, some pretty crazy life decisions there. I was either going to stay at my restaurant job making $10 an hour, or I was going to go and take a chance and go and be a housekeeping manager, um, assistant director in Santa Fe, New Mexico, from a company that I've never been heard of. <laughs> you sure it wasn't a scam? like... Dang, I don't. I was trying to think like, how does somebody make that decision? Are you like, are you like at that point ready to just pick up and go, or was yeah, that yeah, yeah? Like, I mean, yeah, no, I had to make um, like, I had to make a choice and I had to make a big one because it was going to be for a career, whatever it came out of, rather than just staying at Buffalo Wild Wings making ten dollars an hour, you know, like managing the restaurant. Were you at the hospital? You saw your baby born, and then you just took off. <laughs> I mean, it was um, like it was something like that, really. Like, I mean, like to be honest with you, um, she was born, and then also, um, she was born on a, uh, I believe it was a Thursday, and then also by that um, Sunday, I was already hopping on a board to do their, uh, I'm like to do their training for two weeks. And that was in Houston. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, that's so that's, I, that's hardcore. Like, I can't even think. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. So, what what went through your head? Like, what kind of like. What kind of decisions were you, or what were you, um, what was going in your head? Yeah. So like, I knew that, um, I knew that I had to, um, I knew that I had to do something. Um, I knew that I had to do something. And then also me, I'm always going to be the one that dabbles with a little bit of risk. Um, uh, Cause I always want to see what's uh, on the other side. I always want to see, you know, like if I can hit big a little bit, <laughs> I'll be, uh, now I'll take my time and be very conservative. I mean, by that time, I was waiting over a year to get a career salary job. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, I'll take a little bit of risk. And then also, you know, I mean, I believe it or not, like, I mean, like, you know, it's like, I mean, like now I'm like mid, I'm like, I mean, like uh, mid ranking um, in a company that's worldwide that has hundreds of thousands of people, um, like, I mean, like working in it. And then also, you know, like, I mean, like, just because I stuck with it. 
How was Santa Fe? What? How, how was the environment different from El Paso? Oh, even San Antonio, yeah. Lubbock, and then Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah. Was it different? Santa Fe was interesting, man. Santa Fe was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Mexico, man, a union state. That was crazy. That was crazy going into that. I was a young new manager that I had never managed or talked to people before. And then I get thrown in a union environment. And then the only reason why I landed on that position is because nobody else wanted to do it. Because, yeah, because no one can do it because whoever's there ends up leaving or getting fired. So, yeah, so that was me in that position. Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, so um, I dealt with a strike before, like a nurse's strike. Oh. Yeah, so, like, a nurse's strike, dude, like, it was, like, the craziest thing. So, like, the union and the hospital, like, negotiate during their, like, negotiation season. And then, like, they negotiate. And then it's just, like, a big, like, court battle on give and take. Uh, the union with like the hospital, like the regional hospital, like this is crazy. Like I cannot believe that they're calling us to go to court for like union negotiations. I was like, man, I was like, man, this is crazy. I was you like, crazy. yes, 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 yes. And what is your main so, purpose doing that? Like, what is your main? Do like writing job descriptions. I'm like writing job descriptions, making sure that it's not too much work. <laughs> Dude, that's nice. That's awesome. Making sure that it's too nice. Yeah. So, um, don't give me too much responsibility. How can you? That's probably something worse with the strike. Like, how do you? How do you? Okay. So, all right. So, like, this is how it goes down. So, like, so, like, I'm barely getting into the mix of working at a hospital, like, less than a year, and then, like, here I go, like, in the middle of union negotiations with the hospital. Okay. So, like, I mean, like, I'm 24 years old. I'm like, like, I mean, I'm fresh out of college. I was like, 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 like I, mean, I didn't know what kind of environment I was in. Um, but um, yeah, there was some stuff that didn't, um, that didn't get settled in court in like union negotiations with the hospital and the union. So then, um, so then the union had thrown a strike. Hospital wide, all disciplines, wow. who was ever part of the union. Yeah. So, um, so then this is where it gets even crazier. So since I was part of management, even though very young, low, um, like low on the totem pole, I was still part of these like high level meetings still that they're having against, okay, we're the hospital. So this is what we're going to do. And then, um, and then also this is what the union's going to do. It was like a game of war while you're trying to run a hospital. is so odd. Like, yeah, I mean, it was you're like, trying to like, save lives or. Right, right, right. But there was a union battle going on and then they were going to go on strike. So so a few meetings later, and then they start to plan how they're going to replace like 400 nurses. Wow. And then like, they were actually going to, um, um, so while the strike was going to go on and nurses weren't going to be at work and then they were going to be picketing, they were going to fly contract nurses. And then they were going to rent out like hotels in the area, staff the nurses, fly them in every week, every other week. Okay, and then they were going to barricade the hospital, and then they were going to have buses and shuttles go back and forth for shifts. Wow, those are traveling RNs, right? Yeah, you're yeah. just gonna yeah. do four hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. traveling RNs. And then if you want a good job, you can be a traveler nurse, and then also a union contract nurse. Those nurses get paid like ninety dollars an hour because you have to be ready on the go. Like, I mean, if they tell you right now, I need you to be in Boise, Idaho tomorrow. Oh, you know, like you have to go over there. I mean, like, but yeah, that's crazy. Though. And just to give perspective, how many traveling RNs do you have in your current hospital? Oh, gosh, in the current hospital, I have like 60. 
Yeah. Is that something that anybody can just be like, I just want to be a traveling RN and that's going to be my thing? Yeah. 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 Uh, you can. Now, I mean, like, you know, I might not hear so much, but um, but like on a national level, um, I mean, like they do require certain years of experience. Mm. You know, so 10, 20, Oh, because they could be in any area, right? ER, ICU. Right. So, yeah, so you have to be very highly adaptable. Very high. Is that probably like the ones that are being called up upon like right now in our current situation? Right, like yeah, pandemic? yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, exactly. And then just really a nursing, there was a nursing shortage before this anyways. So, I mean. So what so, happened with so what did happen with the union though? Did they end up replacing the four hundred, or did they finally come to an agreement? Yeah. So like to be honest with you, all that stuff is really just a big old like pissing match, really. Because <laughs> I mean, like when you get down to it, um, I mean, like when you get down to it, someone has to settle. Like I mean, like, yeah. the union's gonna have to settle, you know, so they can go on with their day, so they so they can get a, end up getting paid, so that their representatives can be taken care of. Because if their workers don't have work, they don't get paid, huh? Right. There's oh, no yeah, point. right. That's right, right. true. So they try to push it and then say, okay, we'll give it to them. Right. So then they push it to the very edge and then they say, okay, all right, all right, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not happy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was totally crazy. So, I mean, and then like um, Santa Fe, beautiful mountainous desert terrain where it's oh, yeah. like, awesome. very beautiful and very unique. But for me at the time, being 24 years old, newborn, and it's snowing in the winter all the time, it probably wasn't the right mix for me. Uh, so yeah, so it was pretty tough. Um, so like, it was pretty tough. I really didn't get appointed so much. And then also I really had, we, like me and my wife, um, at the time had no support system in Santa Fe. It was just us three, which, uh, which was great because it formed a, because it formed this great bond that's, I mean, like, that's very beautiful that no one would be able to understand. Because I mean, like we went through from day one, to, I mean, like, you know, for the past two years, got like just three of us. Wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, mm -hmm. so that was pretty awesome. So, yeah. So what happened after Santa Fe? You said you were there for three years? Two years. Three years? Two years. Yeah. Two years. And then um, um, I learned a lot from the previous director. That was my first director. His name was Chris. Um, so he's still actually in my life today. And it is in the kind of like how I moved up so fast. Like, I mean, he's always been there. Uh, but yeah, so he actually promoted me to a director. So I had to move to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So then I moved to Albuquerque after two years. So um, I was a director there now of uh, environmental services at the New Mexico Catch Center. So yeah, where they filmed uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad dude. dude. They oh. filmed Breaking Bad there. Yeah, very quick. Oh, really? Yeah, very, very, very quick. Yeah, when I was working there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. so you know what house it is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. But the scenes at um like um on like but in Breaking Bad, there's scenes of him at the cancer center, and then also that was um I mean that was cancer. Right. Would you guys have to clean it extra good or would you oh, have man, to extra clean? Oh, man, it was a spotless, miraculous, I don't like to be in a building there, yeah. Did you, like, get to, like, interact with anyone or take pictures? Yeah, or... yeah. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, oh like, actors-wise, no. Like, yeah. like, no. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. But no, no, no. But, yeah, but it was pretty cool, though, just kind of seeing So would they just tell patients, hey, hold up, they're filming, then we'll, <laughs> then we'll. <laughs> no, 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 I never saw that, to be honest with you, no. And so, well, so how different was it from Santa Fe to Albuquerque? How different? Man, you know what? Um, Albuquerque, yeah. Um, like, you know what? Albuquerque wasn't for me. No. Uh, oh, don't make any enemies right now. We could have Albuquerque. I'll make enemies, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how long were you we can, 
You can talk mess about Roswell. Nobody cares about Roswell, but Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Mexican. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. no, and then also it just wasn't for. Um, I mean, it just wasn't for me. Um, like, I mean, like, um, I, um, I mean, um, I probably didn't make the best of it. Probably. But did you go to Balloon Fest? Um, you know what? So, um, where we lived, all the balloons like would like flood our house. Now, I mean, remember, like, I still had a very young daughter at the time, and then also really no other support system in um, like, Albuquerque. So, I mean, I didn't get to do. Um, I get to do a lot of that stuff. But um, but um, I really wanted to come back to Texas. Though. That's what. So I what brought you? What brought you back to Texas eventually? Um, okay, so uh, so my first director, the guy who hired me, um, so um, like so um, he had a he had went over to this other national contract, um, like me you know, which was kind of like the um, like I mean like kind of like the national standard um, of uh, um, like of uh, contracting with hospitals. And then also, um, so then he's like, "Hey, man!" He was all like, "Hey, I'm over here. I'm I'm over here with them." He was like, "Come on over here." So then, uh, so then I did. So then I did. I was all like, "Man!" I was like, "I just want to get back to Texas, really." I was like, "If you can get me back to Texas, I'll go." Right, so what are you doing now? Like, what is it? Um, so now, um, so now I'm the director of um, like of the um, like of the medical um, of uh, the Mar- medical Mar- center for uh, um, like you know, for West Texas. I'm in West Texas. Yeah. So yeah. So we run. Any, the- any regrets? No culinary. Nothing. Just do it. Um, I'm a student, so no. It's just something that I. Uh, um, it's a hobby. With everything, you obviously you had a lot of, you had a lot of challenges coming out of college. You had a lot of different things that you that made you change your mind or had to take a different course. Uh, relating to what's happened today in 2020. Or even in the future, like if anybody's watching this in the future oh, after 2020. What we want to know is what's your perspective on how can you broaden someone's perspective and that is graduating from high school, graduating from college, the world is weird, things are happening, they have to make decisions right off the bat, whether they're you know, they're having a newborn, they're having to graduate college, they're having to make some kind of life decision. What would you say to them right now? Man, it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough out there, but you know what? Um, like, I mean, um, I would go back, uh, if I'm in that position right now, um, like, um, I definitely go back to, you know, like, go back to the foundations, go back to the basics, go back to the basics of business, like, I mean, like what it is to wow people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I mean, um, if your shift starts at 9 o'clock, um, like, I mean, like, you're getting to work and getting set up by like 8.45. Um, like, I mean, like you're ready to clock in, you're ready to go to work. Um, so like, like, you know, people that still, uh, people that still, that, um, people that still take care of their parents, um, at work. Um, on top of, um, I mean, on top of working hard, man, you, you got to work your butt off. Um, I mean, you, um, you need to show people that, um, that uh, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. So like, I mean, like that type of old school sediment stuff, um, that has to go with business. Um, that stuff's never going to go away. That's just never going to go away. Generation X, Generation Y, um, like, like millennials. millennials. Um, like, you still got to work your butt off. Even if, um, like, I mean, uh, even if you work remotely, uh, you still got to work your butt off. I slack it when I work remotely. Well, what would um, you say to someone? People, I'm busy, I'm busy. <laughs> what would you say to someone that has to make a big risk like you did? You got to take the risk. You, yeah, you just got to. You got you, you to know when to take the risk. When to take the risk. That's it all true. comes down with timing. It all comes down with timing. That's true. It can't just be a stupid, exactly. stupid as yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So, so yeah. So you need to be good at, uh, um, like, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, like, 
know a lot about a lot of things. I mean, like, you know, read what's on the news. Read, um, like, read, I'm like, read what's going on in finance. Um, like, I mean, like, you know, like, uh, uh, Trump wants to close down TikTok. And then also Microsoft <laughs> wants to buy TikTok. I mean, like, you know, like, that's what, um, I mean, that was the news on Friday that I read. I was like, huh. Oh. I was like, this is going to be interesting. So uh, learn to take, when to take the risk. Hey, we're going to pause the conversation here. That's the end of part one. Part two is coming out on Thursday. We're going to learn more about what Joe's doing right now. Uh, how's he's dealing with the situation, the pandemic in right his hospital position. We're also going to see Worm get a little more weird. And I love that. I miss this guy. Hey, I gave him a lot of hard time in the other podcast, but I do miss this guy. So, uh, Worm, good to see you again. Good to see you too, bro. With that said, said, uh, remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Worm, what are you going to say? Hey, take some risk. You got to be wow to your employers. Have a good resume. (laughs) have a good resume yes have a good resume and that's it another podcast down the drain bye